This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australia is one of the most bushfire-prone lands in the world. With the temperature getting warmer as we're settling into summer, the risk of bushfires is getting higher. So how do you prepare for bushfires and how do you stay safe? Audrey Bouget finds out more. These few things and nothing else, that's what Helen Cull and her family were able to take with them before their house burnt down six years ago in Perth. They all got out in one piece, but they lost everything. They didn't live in a bushfire-prone area, but a man using a tool on a very hot day was enough to start the fire that destroyed 70 homes. Even if you can't always know when a bushfire will strike, there are tools to help. Ben Shepherd, inspector at the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, says it's important to check fire danger ratings if you live or are travelling through a bushfire-prone area. They vary from low to moderate at the very bottom of the scale where, where conditions might uh, not be conducive to fire, uh, right up to the top end uh, that we know as catastrophic, and they're, and they're the worst types of day. Uh, but you need to be aware of those levels in between. So it's not unusual to see fires in the landscape even once we start to see high and very high fire danger days. Fire authorities in each state will set the fire danger rating, so the best way to know them is to go to their website or download their apps to receive alerts. On top of fire ratings, it's also important to keep an eye out for total fire bans. We may also put on what we know as total fire bans, and this limits the the, the use of fire uh, out in the open. So that includes as well things like uh, if you are camping, any of those butane cookers, but also what we don't want to see is any naked flame uh, out in the open. Every household should have a bushfire plan, according to Ben Shepherd. First and foremost, the most important thing to do uh, is to have a discussion with each other about what you will do in the event that a fire threatens. So what we do see quite often is people not having that conversation and then trying to make a decision at the last minute, and that's when accidents occur. Because we, we need you to have a decision about what you're going to do in the calm light of day. So if your plan is to leave, where are you going to go? What road are you going to drive down? Where are you going to go to? But importantly, if that road is blocked, what is your plan B? Where else can you go? What other streets are you going to go down? You can download a template of a bushfire plan on every state's fire authority website. Several of them have resources in different languages. Once you've made that plan, go over it with your family and review it every year. If you own a house, you can also prepare by keeping the area around your home tidy. And that is clearing back vegetation, keeping the lawns mowed, making sure there's nothing what we know as fuel, which is all those bits of leaves and twigs, that during a fire uh, can actually help that fire spread. So it's important that you keep your house uh, clean and tidy because that helps in, the, in a fire event. Being prepared is not only for house dwellers. If you go out camping or bushwalking, Ben Shepherd says you need to have a plan too. If you are travelling, uh, have an idea of the, the fire danger for that area. But also, if, you, if you're camping or if, you, if you're going to visit an area that might be deep within bushfire-prone areas, so deep within the forest or, or, or in grassland, just have a quick look on how you might be able to get out of there if a fire was to start by educating yourself also about what current fire activity there is in the landscape. Despite taking all the right measures, if a bushfire is heading your way... The best thing to do is to leave right away, 
if it's safe? Look, if the path is clear, the safest course of action is always being well away from a fire. And that's going into a built-up area that is outside um, the bushfire-prone area. That is your safest course of action. When she thinks about the fire that destroyed her family's home, Helen Cull is still very emotional. They lost so many things, including precious family photos. But by leaving the house quickly, she, as well as her husband, daughter, son-in-law and granddaughter, are still here today. But, you know, in the end, um, the main thing is to get out and save yourselves. And I know if you want to be prepared, yes, put, put important papers and put all those things together. I think that's a good idea. But when you're getting out to save your life, nothing is as important as that. If you can't leave your house, you need to move inside and let the fire front pass through so you can be protected from the radiant heat. You can get out of the house once the fire front has passed through. To find out more about bushfire safety, download a bushfire plan and access resources in your language, visit your state fire authority's website. If you can't find the information you need in your language, you can contact the Translating and Interpreting Service on 131 450. Feature prepared by Audrey Bouget. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.